Welcome in, ladies and gentlemen, to another edition of the Pony Stampede Podcast. Thanks for listening. I'm Billy Embody coming at you on Monday. It's officially game week for SMU facing Abilene Christian this weekend to kick off the 2021 season in Ford Stadium, a season with very high expectations for the Mustangs and really the final piece of the puzzle for this year's team, at least going into the season, has been determined. SMU is going to name Tanner Mordecai the starting quarterback for the Mustangs. He beats out four, former four-star prospect and true freshman Preston Stone and former walk-on and one of the veterans of the quarterback room, Derek Green, for the starting quarterback job. And so I wanted to react uh, to you guys as this Monday comes to a close and share kind of what I think went into this decision, how we got here, and my expectations for Tanner Mordecai and what's next in this quarterback room for this season. And one, I think you look at, you go back to the decision by Tanner Mordecai to transfer into SMU, and it was a very natural move. And I, I think when SMU was looking for a veteran arm to join this room, they wanted somebody in that Shane Bouchelle role uh, to come in and be a veteran, someone who's played a decent amount and who could play right away. And you can go back to the decision, and there were some quarterbacks in the mix. You know, we mentioned Charlie Brewer at the time. Um, there were there were some other names that surfaced, but it ended up being Tanner Mordecai that came to SMU. And I think you look at the familiarity with Garrett Riley and Lincoln Riley being brothers, but also the offensive scheme that Lincoln Riley runs in Norman for the Sooners, a very successful scheme that Garrett Riley has kind of brought to SMU with some wrinkles here and there. And that really stood out to me. You've got the familiarity of that. You've got the familiarity of Garrett Riley recruiting Tanner Mordecai while he was at Kansas, um, knowing what really he got when he recruited Tanner Mordecai to be the transfer quarterback. He obviously had his brother to bounce off uh, this idea, um, you know, and, and, and give him some insight into what they would be getting. Sonny Dykes was on board, uh, and he's evaluated some good transfer quarterbacks in the past. Uh, Shane Bouchelle is obviously one, but also Nick Foles was really his first transfer that he brought in all the way back when he was at Arizona, and, and that worked out well. So there's been some uh, you know, past examples of SMU getting uh, a transfer quarterback that can come in right away and compete and, and be a leader, be productive, and, and be the player that SMU needs to have a successful 2021 season. I think Pushing all the chips in on Preston Stone would have been a tough call to make. I think Derek Green, while he gave it a heck of a fight uh, to be in this starting quarterback competition, probably wasn't the game breaker that SMU needs with the offensive skill set it has coming back. So they bring in Tanner Mordecai, and he stepped in right away, and he was into the offense. He, he knew what he needed to do. Uh, he knew a lot of the calls, and he developed a rapport pretty quickly with, with SMU's uh, playmakers. And all three quarterbacks were on campus this spring, and you could say the same for Preston Stone. He stepped in right away and I think exceeded expectations. But when it came down to fall camp, I think Tanner Mordecai ended up being uh, the good mix between uh, big play, between uh, or you know being able to distribute the ball, get the ball to a bunch of different players, know the offense, make good decisions. And also he's got some the most game experience on the roster. And I feel like SMU was very comfortable making Tanner Mordecai the quarterback. When people on the board got the news on Sunday afternoon 
that Tanner Mordecai was indeed the starter. It's something we predicted in the spring when he transferred, predicted in the spring after spring practice. Um, but I think you've got to give Preston Stone especially a lot of credit for making this a true battle and gave the SMU staff a lot to think about. You know, he really has a moxie about him. Uh, he impressed the coaching staff. I think he exceeded some expectations coming on campus and putting together uh, a, a spring and a fall camp that, you know, gave SMU some confidence in its quarterback situation if Tanner Mordecai can't get it done. But the back half of camp, Tanner Mordecai was excellent. And we posted in some of our notes from practice, if you haven't checked them out on Pony Stampede, uh, this is kind of the run, run back on those. But Tanner Mordecai really emerged as a playmaker and really emerged as a more consistent quarterback down the stretch. And I think that's why, um, you know, Sonny Dykes kind of said it best, best going in. The team will eventually know, probably before the coaches, but it'll become apparent. And I do believe it became apparent really in the last week of half, week and a half of fall camp that Tanner Mordecai was the guy. He had earned it and he needed to be the starting quarterback for SMU. I think uh, I remember being out at the Saturday practice, uh, not this past weekend, but the weekend before, and he really made some throws that impressed me and that uh, we started to see him really connect with the guys offensively. And, you know, this defense gave them a lot of trouble in a way during fall camp, you know, gave them some pressure, gave them uh, different looks. The cornerback room is much improved. And so I think when you look at this quarterback battle, it wasn't a matter of, oh, it was Slicing and Dyson and... Uh, you know, when Shane Bouchelle came in, that was kind of the case. But this year, it was much more competitive, uh, a much almost tougher read in a way because of the depth of this offense, the depth of this team. You know, Tanner Mordecai's out there at times with, uh, and I think Bo Barker has carved out a tiny role for himself potentially, but guys like Bo Barker or Gage Haskin or um, just some of these other backup receivers, and he still looked good and he still looked efficient and he, and he made some smart decisions. And then when you added in guys like Jordan Curley, who had a really, really strong camp, you have Reggie Robertson getting into form, uh, Danny Gray, Rasheed Rice, Grant Calcaterra, who he's obviously very familiar with from Oklahoma, uh, getting some of these other players involved, it became apparent that he needed to be the guy. And so now that this quarterback competition is settled, I, I, I'm, I'm expecting a lot from the offense. You know, they can, they can turn their attention to who's the starter, game plan around them, really get comfortable with them, uh, with him at the helm. Now that, you know, the season's here, Abilene Christian shouldn't be a tough test for SMU. They should be able to take care of business. And they'll get him some game reps, get him in the mix, get these receivers out there running around and, and, and you know, give them a chance to build some confidence. You know, Shane Bouchelle's first game was against Arkansas State on the road. Threw an interception the first play and you're like, oh boy. And then it was against a Texas State team that kind of wouldn't go away, and it was COVID and all that. This year, you get a true, what should be a true tune-up game for SMU. So I'm looking for efficiency on Saturday night from Tanner Mordecai, good decision-making, some big plays, uh, confidence, and some leadership. Because he's not the most uh, outgoing, uh, charismatic guy. He's not Preston Stone in that regard. Um, and he's been that way since high school. So he's a consistent guy in that respect at the very least. But I do like his business style approach. Uh, he, he's obviously somebody they trust in the film room. They trust him off the field to make the right decisions. And now it's about putting it together on the field because offensively, when you look at the skill set, if Reggie Robertson is indeed healthy, you've got Danny Gray, you got Rasheed Rice, who had another year in the weight room, a full year 
Uh, Danny Gray didn't really have that last summer. Grant Calcaterra is a stud. If he puts it all together like they expect him to, he's going to be an all-league guy. And you've got a strong running back room uh, with Trey Sigers really emerging in camp as a guy they can rely on down in, down out. Ulysses Bentley is a playmaker. Um, they have uh, Brandon Epton who came on strong. So this offensive line, too, now that they kind of got settled before the five starters really cemented um, with the left tackle spot between Bo Morris and Marcus Bryant kind of still up for grabs here, I think, over the first couple weeks of the season, you got a chance now to see this offense hum. And, and once they get some game tape and, and be able to really put that together, they'll be able to to go from there and, and build um, that chemistry, that um, consistency, the explosiveness that we've really come to expect from this offense at SMU since Sonny Dykes got here. And uh, with them getting Abilene Christian first and then a North Texas team that is kind of trying to find its way uh, and, and needs to, for them, get back on the right side of things uh, just as far as the program goes, this is a good opportunity for Tanner Mordecai to get a lot of reps. I don't think they're going to split that much. I think they want to get up big on Abilene Christian and get Preston Stone's first action, maybe get Derek Green some action, and go from there and see how it plays out. But with this quarterback competition being settled, that was really important. You know, I thought in the early going of camp, we were going to see multiple guys play, maybe get a series here, series there. But it's just become apparent down the stretch in this quarterback competition that it's it's time to give the keys to Tanner Mordecai, let him go, see how it goes, and go from there. Preston Stone gave them a lot to think about. But I think Tanner Mordecai can push the ball vertical. He's got enough mobility. He's not afraid to tuck it and run. And I think that's something that, you know, Shane Bouchelle got some time here and there, whether it be a zone read or, you know, you know tucking the ball and running. But Tanner Mordecai really moves around well. So I think that's something to watch as this offense unfolds when he's not sure or when he's uh, under duress, he's not afraid to tuck it and run and, and make a play. And I think we're going to see that more from him uh, than, than you guys might expect going into this season. So I expect this offense to be really lethal if they can be uh, consistent, if they can you know st- play clean, no penalties, no turnovers, things like that. This is an offense that you rely on and it'll have SMU in contention for an AAC title or at least an AAC championship game appearance. There are too many weapons. Uh, they've got a quarterback now that they've named a starter that it looks comfortable enough in the offense to do that. But really, it'll still be SMU will go as, honestly, Tanner Mordecai will go. And so consistency for him is going to be key. Getting settled down, getting those first couple games under his belt before they go on the road at Louisiana Tech and on the road at TCU will be critical uh, in getting uh, the players to really buy in now that he has uh, been named the starter. They'll get a look at him when the bullets are flying, see how he adjusts, and the coaching staff will get that that feel for how to call games, how to game plan for him, and do all of those things. And that should, if things pan out, bode well for uh, the last two games in conference play and then into AAC play as SMU looks to really take the next step as a program. If Tanner Mordecai doesn't put it together, I don't think they're afraid to go to Preston Stone. He showed enough playmaking ability. He's got a good bond with the team. The team really, I think, has a little bit of a, a swagger about them in a way. I think they'll get the swagger under Tanner Mordecai as he starts making plays, if that ends up being the case, uh, and, and grow around him. Uh, but I think Preston Stone, when looking back on this competition, made a statement 
that he's going to have a chance to be a really good quarterback at SMU. Derek Green did as well. I think just at the back half of camp, the other two separated themselves a little bit more. And um, SMU is a really good quarterback room, I think, for this season. So we'll see how it plays out in the season. We'll see how the future holds. Does Derek Green make a decision after the season to you know maybe move on or do something else? Uh, go somewhere where he can play more. That'll be something to watch. But as far as 2021 goes, this team now has its quarterback. Uh, it looks settled at pretty much all the positions, a couple still to nail down. And defensively, they looked pretty good in fall camp. If you were out there, you could really see the depth. You could see the competition. I mean, from defensive line to linebacker to corner to safety. Safety is obviously something where you've got to see them prove it. Corner has a lot of talent. Uh, they've got some new faces in there with Jahari Rogers, Bryce McMorris, um, but Brandon Crosley and Armani Johnson are veterans, and, and the safety room has some guys that have played a good bit. Uh, they've got to put it together on the field. Linebacker getting that uh, boost with Isaac Slade, Matutia uh, will be important. Stephon Wright, if he gets cleared to play, the Arizona State transfer will be big. Um, but this team, I, I just now that they have their quarterback settled, now that it's not dragging into the season, it appears. This is a, a positive for SMU. I think Tanner Mordecai won this job. It wasn't a you know time frame where, okay, they needed to make a decision and it's game week, it's time to go with somebody. I do think Tanner Mordecai really grabbed it the back half of camp, which is a good thing for SMU. So wanted to go ahead and react, open up game, game week with that. Sonny Dykes does have his radio show Monday night at 7 p.m. You can check it out on the Facebook page. You can rewatch it on the Facebook page if you miss it. And then we'll have media availability Tuesday and Wednesday mornings after practice. Those practices are open. And then going forward, we'll have it uh, Sunday afternoons as well. I think they're going to do a bunch of different things, get us players. Um, obviously, we'll hear from Sonny Dykes. We're hoping to kind of nail down a day we can talk to coordinators, which will be good as well. Um, so overall, I mean, things are uh, it's it's time for the season, which is exciting. So we'll come back later in the week with a preview podcast for the season. Um, going to try to. Uh, get some Abilene Christian notes to put together. Obviously, some of these smaller opponents can be tougher at times to preview, but we're going to do that. We'll go game by game on the podcast and really predict uh, SMU's 2021 season and how it's going to go for the Mustangs. We'll share our final predictions, kind of wrap up the last bit of notes from camp. We'll have the usual practice reports uh, and Q&As from practice, media availability as well. Uh, so look for that. And then Saturday night, uh, SMU, Abilene Christian, kicks off on ESPN plus you can check it out there and track all the coverage on ponystampede.com if you haven't subscribed to ponystampede.com check us out for just a buck for your first month uh, and see if you want to stick with us through the season and we also if you if you missed it dropped a note on the site about one of SMU's 2022 commits uh, and kind of his status so check that out too a little bit of a change to the 2022 class we're not going to post it uh you know out there or whatever but just a note for you guys to check out if you're a vip subscriber to the site so with that guys going to wrap up this edition of the podcast hope everyone enjoyed kind of this quick pod reacting to the news of tanner mordecai being named smu starting quarterback please give us a follow leave us a rating leave us a review wherever you check out your podcast at um we will be uh, dropping all the news and previews as this week goes along so appreciate everybody uh, reading and commenting on uh, all of our fall camp coverage but it's time for the season I'm excited about it hope you guys are as well so we'll catch you next time later on this week with another edition of the Pony Stampede podcast thanks for listening